Letitia Stoke is on trial for the murder of her stepson, 11-year-old Gannon Stoke, which took place on January 27, 2020. If you need a quick synopsis video of the case, I have one down in the description box below, and I've been posting videos about the information we're learning from trial. Gannon was murdered on a Monday. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That weekend before the murder, Letitia typed a series of texts pretty much solid all weekend. She did a series of texts also the day of Gannon's murder and the day or days after. But there were two sets of texts. One set that was deleted from her phone but recovered by authorities and confirmed to be before the 29th of January. The other set wasn't deleted and contained times and dates and I'll break them down for you in chronological order. In these texts, Letitia seemed to get out her frustrations through these searches as if someone typing was really mad and expecting someone to respond. At the time of these texts, Letitia's husband, Al, was getting ready to go out of town for training for the National Guard. He went to Denver and then on the 26th, he flew to Oklahoma. Now, speaking of jobs, Letitia was about to start her new job at a school. She had already completed three days of training and was set to start that Monday morning. Letitia also took the kids hiking that weekend on Sunday, January 26th to a place called Garden of the Gods and pictures confirmed their whereabouts. Many speculated though that maybe something bad happened to Gannon on that day as there was a video from Letitia with Gannon in it and he was crying. That was the night that was supposedly the candle incident. We don't know really what went down, but we do know, according to Letitia's daughter, Harley, testifying in court, that Letitia instructed Harley to go down and say goodnight to Gannon, which to Harley, she said, was odd, as she's never been asked to do that before. Gannon had something happen to him on that 26th of some sort, and by Monday the 27th, he was murdered. But he was reported as a runaway. And Tuesday the 28th, a search for Gannon was underway while Letitia took steps to hide his body. She rented a vehicle, picked up Al from the airport, returned to the parking lot later on, and dumps the body. And she's paranoid and asked authorities, what do you want from me in a text? And by Wednesday the 29th, she had her interview with the authorities, although two hours too late, and brought notes. And her best storytelling with her. So let's just dive into the searches and how they coincide with the timeline. So now let's get into it. Letitia and Al at this point just celebrated their fifth wedding anniversary. They were living in Colorado Springs for about a year. Al had his mom in town the week before and remember Al left that Saturday. Now here's the searches from Letitia's phone that were deleted with no dates or timestamps on them. Find me a new husband book. I feel like I'm just a nanny, not a stepmom. Husband uses me to babysit his kids. Are there any free money to move away from bad situation? My husband never posts about me, but does everything else. My husband only cleans up for the army, not me. I'm just a glorified babysitter. Find a new husband. Sent my husband sexual messages and he ignores them. Make my husband want me more. I feel like my husband uses me to babysit his kid and find a guy without kids. Now, interesting how these set of searches were deleted, right? 
On Saturday, January 25th, there are four periods of time that Letitia does her searches. This is two days before Gannon was murdered. At 12.16 p.m., she says she's ready to find military singles. An hour and a half later, she's ticked off about parenting and leads into anger at Gannon's mom, Landon. This goes on for a solid 15 minutes, and then a very notable search occurs. She says, one day some people will wish they treated you differently. So she stews for an hour and a half, goes back to searching, and this time she's searching for answers about Elle. She says, why should my husband choose me over family? I guess she wants some affirmations. She stays off the searching for a good four and a half hours, but then back to the thoughts of Elle and the kids. She searches. Find me a rich guy who wants me to take care of his kids. Find a guy who wants to take care of his kids and get paid. On January 26th, this is Sunday, the day of the hiking and the night of the supposed candle incident, and also Kobe Bryant died that day. So on this Sunday morning at 9.25 a.m. for two minutes, she lets it all out. She says, it's crappy. Some parents don't care for their kids or buy them presents. Parents are those who put their kids before their nails. She did that twice. She then goes on about her day and does the hike comes home, grabs some Burger King, according to her TV interview, but she recently told the FBI agent that they ate at Carl's Jr. Then the candle incident happened, and with the FBI agent, she's much less inclined to BS him. She just keeps, you know, word salads of things and then doesn't respond to a lot of things. Now, Monday, January 27th, this is the day that Gannon was killed. Letitia is still up at midnight. She was crying over Kobe Bryant earlier. Uh, she was talking about that in her interviews. And of course, the candle incident happened. So at 12.09 a.m., just after midnight, she searches, my son burned the carpet, how do I fix it? A half hour later, she searches, will humidifier help if exposed to smoke? Smoke effect will humidifier help, and smoke from fire effects will humidifier help. Ten minutes later, she searches Colorado law for kids staying at home. And school is out. Is it okay for my kid to stay home alone? Son is sick, but I have to go to work, and son's sick, can he stay home? Now, in the trial, in the interviews, Letitia talked about it being smoky, that the smoke alarm went off, but she brought the dogs out, she said, and Lena out first, and then she said she went to go get Gannon. I find that interesting. Harley testified that it was really cold in the house with the windows open that night, and of course it was January, and that she slept upstairs, and she usually slept downstairs and Gannon stayed in his room. Letitia did mention that to Al in a recorded call that they didn't sleep that much that night. So at 4.40 a.m., Letitia Googles suede repair kit for sofa, but she told the agent that there was nothing happening to the sofa, which is interesting. Also that morning, she sent a text to her boss, the vice principal, saying that she can't go in that day because her dad died in a car accident in, and he um, and she won't be into work, which is a lie. I mean, her stepdad did get into a car accident years and years and years before, but she's using this BS excuse in true Letitia's style. Now on this day, this is the day that was quite busy for Letitia. She takes a picture of Gannon in his room that morning. She and Gannon leave the house and he's seen walking very slowly to the truck. Uh, the neighbor on cam said he looked almost drugged. Interestingly, Gannon had hydrocodone in his system along with acetaminophen according to the autopsy. So Letitia goes to Petco that day. She has some time that's unaccounted for and couldn't be tracked and then came back to the Petco. Then she arrived 
home at around 2.15. According to the authorities, that's when Gannon was murdered. She cleans up the murder scene, she sends Harley and Gannon's little sister to the dollar store to go pick up some supplies, and then she Googles the El Paso County Sheriff's Office at 6.54 p.m., but makes sure to report Gannon as a runaway, so it's not that urgent, right? They arrive at, the authorities arrive at around 10 p.m. Now on Tuesday, January 28th, she wakes up early again, if she even went to sleep. And at 4.15 a.m. she searches, what is the process for our runaway child? And also police steps for our runaway, police steps for our missing child. And then 20 minutes later, she searches for Al's flight from uh, Oklahoma to Colorado Springs. So on this day, she heads to the airport in the morning with her black Tiguan. She drives it to the airport, then she keeps it there and picks up a different car, a rental car. And that's the car she drives Al in. Investigators believe she used her Tiguan to dispose of Gannon. At 12.57 p.m., she searches, can Nintendo find my Switch? Now, Letitia has brought up Gannon's Switch over and over in the investigation. Recently in trial, there was a picture of it, so it was thought to be found, but it's still a little confusing. But Letitia also listed a bunch of consoles that Gannon actually owned. So I wouldn't be surprised if she traded uh, his in, his Switch in, and got another one, because there was something in the investigation a while ago that they were talking about investigating at GameStop. So maybe she hid it, hid it later and then, you know, it was found. I don't know. I guess we'll soon find out if it hasn't been mentioned already and I missed it. Let me know below. So a few hours later at 4.18 p.m., she searches Carnet Volkswagen. That would be what would track her car. Followed by, they are asking for our son's toothbrush but said nothing is wrong. Now, paranoia is clearly setting in for Letitia. By 7 p.m., she gets Harley to drop her back at the airport. She picks up her Tiguan and Letitia heads to Douglas County where authorities believe she disposes of evidence and Gannon. A few hours later, she comes back, Harley picks her up at the parking lot near her work and leaves her Tiguan there. At 10.45 p.m., when Harley picked Letitia up, she texts a detective, what do you want from me? Because I have nothing. One of your very own leaked to me what you guys were doing. I did nothing or am being set up. I'm not really even sure other than being told that by another blue with El Paso. I was told I couldn't go home to sleep. And on top of that, men were sent to a home with a minor female and she was forced to stay there, not to even have food. Every conversation that said, even at this moment, I can hear inside. What do you want from me? And the detective says, come in to talk to me. I would just like information to find Gannon. Now the next day on the 29th, which is a Wednesday, Letitia's two hours late for her interview with detectives. She first goes to wash her vehicle before heading in. You know, you gotta get rid of evidence. She goes into the interview, makes up a bunch of stories, fakes a medical emergency, and then gets sent to the hospital to do a kit from an assault that she claimed happened back at the home with a Guardo slash Quincy slash whoever she wants to make up. And then when she got to the hospital, she didn't do the kit and left to a fast food place where Harley and her coworker picked her up. She entered the vehicle and said something to the effect of, I hope you don't think we're a bunch of murderers. It caught the attention of the coworker. Now, my thoughts on what Letitia was doing, I think Letitia used her Google searches to express what's going on, which is a blessing in a lot of ways. She was angry at her situation, she was ungrateful, she sought revenge and she wanted people to pay for it. So she killed Gannon to get back at Al and Landon. And what better way than to take the boy that carries Al's name? 
because as her text says, one day some people will wish they've treated you differently. And here we are. Check out my other video on the new texts that were revealed in the trial and check out over 70 videos I have in the Gannon Stout case. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you in the next video.